everyone, and welcome to another podcast with just me. Uh, Justin is still out taking care of his family. Uh, if everybody could continue to send him some good vibes, that'd be really, really appreciated. Um, we're hoping he gets back and into full sing here soon. Um, so this week, I was going to do another book review, but because of moving and packing and cleaning and all that jazz... Uh, I I was not able to finish The Only Good Indians. Um, I'm loving it. It's really, really good so far, but I wasn't able to quite get it done. So instead, you're going to get um, what my top five horror films that are slated to be released this year are. Um, kind of go through them, break them down, let you know when their release dates are, and like my expectations for them and where I think they're going to go. Uh, so that's what's coming up. First, what's been new with me, um, nothing really crazy, uh, Devin and I finished The Circle Season 3, and uh, Season 4 has started, and we're going to probably binge all of that, super excited. I'm continuing to watch Dragon Ball Z, uh, Goku and Vegeta just got out of the insides of Boo, and then Boo turned into Kid Boo, and that's a whole thing. Um, movie-wise, I went and saw The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That review will be coming soon uh, from over on the Untitled Nick Cage show with Rachel. And then I went and saw the film Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um, that was actually a movie that my wife wanted to see. Um, and I, didn't, I knew nothing about it going into it. And it was a really special movie. Um, I don't want to give anything away. It's got a whole multiverse appeal to it. It's just... It's an incredible film, and anybody who's a big fan of Goonies or Indiana Jones Temple of Doom, Short Round is actually one of the actors in it, so that was really cool. Game-wise, I did beat Fistful of Boomstick, which was pretty cool. Um, that review will be coming as soon as Justin's able to get back here. Um, continuing to play Octopath, I actually finally beat Tressa Chapter 2's boss, which I had been stuck on forever. Um, so I'm really happy that I finally cleared that, and now it's just, like, I gotta get this game beat, because I've never beaten it before, and I just, I want to be done with it. And then I also started a ROM hack for Pokemon uh, Crystal called Pokemon Crystal Clear. It is an open-world RPG. You can choose to start in Johto or Kanto. You can pick your hometown starting location, and it actually gives you a difficulty rating, depending upon where you pick. Um, all the world is open to you, so, like... I'm just kind of messing around before I start my actual playthrough. I picked Porygon as my starter because a bunch of like crazy starters you can pick. Um, and I went right up to uh, Blackstone or Black Cave or whatever, and I fought the Dragon Gym Leader uh, instead of going to fight um, the Flying Gym Leader. Uh, it's really cool. You, your Pokemon can follow you around. It's a beautiful game, and I'm excited to put some more time into it. Book-wise, I did finish Heaven by V.C. Andrews. That was something. Uh, there will be a patron special over for Zombie Girls with me joining them for that. That was, without a doubt, the hardest V.C. Andrews book I've read. Uh, not even touchable. Um, we, like I mentioned already, I'm doing The Only Good Indians. Uh, that's Stephen Graham Jones. It's really, really good. A lot different than I was expecting it to be. Um, but I'll give you a full review of that when it's actually done. Um, Devin and I are listening together to this audible book called Impact Winter. It's an audible exclusive. Um, one of the voice actors is the Onion Knight from Game of Thrones, actually. Um, basically, it's about a comet hits Earth, traps it in Impact Winter, right, in, in a perpetual winter, and vampires escape. 
because they're able to like be out because there's no sunlight. Um, so it's very, very, very cool. And then fun fact on the book page, uh, Devin and I finally got some bookshelves because we have no space in this place to display our books. So we have a bookshelf. We have three bookshelves actually. They're all alphabetized and currently we have like 310 books in our collection and that will just probably be ever growing. So yeah. And then I guess other stuff, like I said, we moved this whole last week. It's been crazy. I'm in my new office. Um, the floor is a little bit tilted, I think. Maybe I'm going crazy. I don't know. Uh, and then I finished up finals. Um, two semesters down, one semester left to go. It's been crazy, but I have maintained my 4.0 and I'm pretty happy about that. So before we get into the main topic, Justin did send us in some audio, and I'm really excited to hear what he has to share with us. Hey guys, uh, Justin here. Um, just letting you know that obviously I'm not here for a second week. Uh, it's been a little bit of a rough uh, two weeks now. Um, my wife's kind of been in and out of the hospital. She had to get like her gallbladder removed, and there's a bunch of like gross stuff that I won't get into. Um, but yeah, she's just been in and out of the hospital, and it's kind of been a lot. So I just want to thank Larry for honestly being a fucking godsend and kind of taking care of stuff for me while I'm out. Um, I'm. We were hopeful that we were going to be back, but she actually just ended up having to rush her to the emergency last night. So uh, I'm going to be out again this week. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to say thanks, Larry. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm hoping I will be back next week. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's been a lot. And uh, about my book uh, recommendations for last week, uh, I'm going to put them here, Larry. Sorry, hopefully that's okay. Um, yeah, I, I kind of briefly just quickly messaged Larry. I meant to get a voice thing recorded for him, but, uh, obviously I was a, a little preoccupied and I didn't really get a, get around to doing it. But, uh, yeah, so I had mentioned, uh, Positive by David Wellington. It basically follows this, uh, it's basically like a zombie apocalypse, but if you're infected or come in contact with an infected, there's like a year window where you could either turn into a zombie or not. And it, it follows the story of this kid who is kind of in that year window. And we kind of find out what happens to him. It's just, it's just a really interesting view on the whole zombie apocalypse thing. Um, also by David Wellington. It's like the monster Island monster nation, monster world see, uh, series. It just follows like kind of the same, like, the same zombie premise except for uh what if when people turned into zombies some of them were more special than others um some of them kind of retained some memory and some cognitive function and i won't get too into it but it's it's a very interesting read i suggest if you're going to read it read through all three books uh because it is an overarching narrative over all three and it's just very very good um, and about Infected, it is a kind of pretty big play on uh, Body Snatchers. And, uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the book that we read earlier this season, Larry. I'm sorry. It's very, mine's kind of all over the place. Uh, but it is like that, and it follows this group of people who know something is happening and are trying to stop it from happening and then we also kind of get the a point of view from a certain person who 
starts to notice it himself within himself. And it's, it's just a very interesting, uh, I guess, uh, hostile takeover, uh, concept. Uh, the, the sequel is kind of builds on it to like a greater perspective. And then the third one kind of shits the bed a little bit. So I, I don't really recommend the third book in the series. Um, but the first two are amazing and both have points in the book that I will remember for the rest of my life because they are so horrific that they're just like burned into my mind. Anyways, that's it for me. I have to get back to, you know, uh, taking care of business. Uh, but I just want to say thank you again, Larry. Uh, I really appreciate it. I love you, buddy. And, uh, hopefully I will be back next week. Justin, I can't wait for you to come back, buddy. Uh, Talking to myself in a room is far less fun than sitting on a Zoom call and talking to you. I definitely prefer that one over it. I just keeping your family and my thoughts and you in particular, and just can't wait for you to get back. So with that, guys, let's get in to the main topic. Okay, so these movies are in no particular order. Uh, I will say that the last movie is the movie that I'm most excited about, um, but everything else is all more just a random order. So this isn't like a ranking. This is just what I'm excited for. So the first one actually comes out here soon. It's called Men. That comes out on May 20th. It's written and directed by Alex Garland. Some of you might recognize Alex Garland's name because Alex Garland was actually the director and I believe writer of Ex Machina, which is one of my fa- is probably my favorite sci-fi film of all time. It is just absolutely astounding. The film stars Jesse Buckley and Rory Kinnear, who I don't recognize them. It's from A24, so sorry, it's an indie movie. Sorry, everybody, but I'm really excited. The premise, and again, I don't want to spoil anything for myself, so I don't. I'm not going to give you a lot of stuff. But the premise is that a young woman goes on a solo holiday in the English countryside after the death of her husband. Um, If you watch the trailer, you can kind of get the vibe of this movie without having anything spoiled for you. It's actually how I came across it. But if you guys have seen Ex Machina, you know that that film is just... It's a mental playground. Like, everything that happens between the robot... Oh, that's the dog trying to be annoying. I'm sorry. Uh, It's like, the dogs are... Dogs are... The robot is trying to pass the Turing test, and then you have Poe Dameron and um, one of the Weasley twins is trying to like compete with each other. A lot of conversations. It's I'm not expecting this to be a slasher or to be body horror or anything like that. It is labeled a full core, so I'm guessing it'll be kind of supernatural, kind of weird. But um, I'm really excited. Alex Garland is one of the the coolest directors out in the game right now, and I'm very excited about it. Next, this one I actually came across when I was doing my research for this episode and trying to figure out what I was going to do. Um, If you have listened to this podcast, you are very well aware that my favorite horror book and the reason why I love vampires so much is because of Salem's Lot. 
I contend that it is Stephen King's best work. I contend that it literally has the best ending of any of his books because it actually ends. And when I saw that there was a Salem's Lot movie coming out this fall, I couldn't help but think about when Justin and I reviewed the Salem's Lot movie from uh, Toby Hooper and how terrible that was and how just absolutely awful. Um, the director for this is Gary Dauberman. Um, that name probably sounds familiar. He's really well known for doing a lot of writing in the Conjuring universe for Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, Annabelle Comes Home, and then The Nun. He um, actually directed Annabelle Comes Home, and he was the sole writer for It Chapter 2. He co-wrote the first one, uh, 2017 It. He is the writer director and executive producer for Salem's Lot. I don't know. So one of the reasons why I love the book is that it takes place back in like the 70s, right? So it's a very, it's got a, like a little like touch of color, right? With to it, like it's, it's literally just like this little town and it sets the picture perfectly. There are no cell phones, there is no internet. Like, so when the vampire starts to take pieces and parts out of everything, it makes sense. Everything kind of follows with it. Like, you don't have to take any leaps of faith. I don't know if this movie is going to be... I'm not sure if this movie is going to be safe and to set it back in that time period if it's going to set it in today's time because I think that would make it a lot harder to do. Um, ben Mears is being played by Lewis Pullman. Um, I'm, I'm not very familiar with him. Apparently he was in a miniseries, Catch-22, and he was in The Strangers Pray at Night. That was not a good movie. <laughs> uh, Susan is being played by Mackenzie Lay. Lee, I think that's how you say her name, and I am not familiar. He, she was the romantic interest in Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk, which I'm not quite sure what that is. Um, for all of my spoilers, uh, Dark Tower fans, Father Callahan, though, is being played by John Benjamin Hickey. Um, he actually won a Tony Award for playing Felix Turner in The Normal Heart. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's Salem's Lot. It has to be on this list. It's a major studio production, so there's a chance like it might have the money behind it. Dauberman has had some hits, and he has had some misses. I just hope he hits. I I, I would love for a good movie. I just hope it's set. I haven't seen a trailer or anything like that yet. I just know that it's on the horizon. And my God, I just hope it's not bad. All right, the next one comes out October 28th, and this is a film called The Devil's Light. It is a supernatural horror film directed by Daniel Stamm. Daniel Stamm um, directed The Last Exorcism. Um, that's actually one of my favorite found footage films outside of obviously Blair Witch. Uh, if you haven't seen that, I would highly recommend it. But basically our synopsis for this here is Sister Anne, a restless 25-year-old, devoutly believes that performing exorcisms is her calling. But she is at odds with the institution's tradition. Sisters are not allowed to perform exorcisms, only priests. 
With the support of a mentor, a professor who senses her special gift, she's allowed to observe actual training sessions. Her desire to prove herself takes a personal turn when she meets one of the school's most disturbed patients. During their harrowing encounter, Sister Anne comes face to face with a demonic force that infects the school and has mysterious ties to her own past. It is then that the power of evil and her own startling abilities are fully realized. I am a sucker when it comes to like exorcism movies or demonic possessions. And so I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, Virginia Madsen is actually playing Dr. Peters. Um, people probably know Virginia Madsen best from Candyman. Um, we have Jacqueline Byers is playing Sister Anne. Jacqueline Byers uh, was on the TV show Salvation. I'm not quite familiar with that. But Last Exorcism was an amazing horror film. The The last 40 minutes of that movie is just like nonstop digging your fingernails into the seat kind of stuff. Um... I'm super pumped. I, it, it could be really good. It's coming out right before Halloween, which is going to be the right kind of setting for it. And I don't know. I'm a sucker for it. And if you guys see the poster for it, it's got a nun bleeding black out of her eyes. So, I mean, I'm here for it. Next, and no one's here to fight me and no one's here to argue with me so I can talk to my heart's content. Releasing October 14th is Halloween Ends. So... I know a lot of people out there are not fans of Halloween Kills. It does have issues. I don't agree with some of the issues that other people have. But I'm hoping either they come around or I come around because it is the middle film in a trilogy. We don't know what the ending is going to be. Um, so in a, in a bridge film like that, you would be expecting that they're trying to do the next thing. In Halloween 2018, they they wanted to film a bunch of sequels, but they didn't know how it was going to do. They didn't know what the market was going to be like. So when they filmed it, they made it, and then that was literally like it could have stand it could have stood alone, right? So then they had to re-engage Michael into Haddonfield and kind of keep the story going to get us to chapter three or Halloween ends. I'm not going to get into other people's interpretations of why they don't like it because they are here to defend it. I'm just going to say that I thought the film was brutal. I liked how it showed the mob mentality of how these people could be whipped up into a frenzy to do terrible, awful things. I liked that it kind of continued Michael was trying to drive home because he was a hurt dog and trying to get back to where he felt safe. Um, I liked how they took for granted. The only thing is the end, it definitely looked like, sorry for spoilers, but it's been out for a year. It looked like Michael was dead. Somehow he was not. Um, he went on a brutal killing spree and killed a bunch of people. Um, th this movie has a lot of work to do. Even though I liked it, even though I've watched it several times, even though I enjoy it, even though I found it funny and I found it scary and I found it really, really enjoyable, I am going to need David Gordon Green to really bring it here i i need him to wrap this story up i'm not one of the people who's going to be upset if michael dies i will probably be really annoyed if michael speaks the final confrontation has to be between laurie and michael it just has to be um uh, i don't know i don't know much about what the plot's going to be like 
I just know that it has to be Laurie Strode and it has to be Michael Myers and it has to be the two of them going at each other. I know we have uh, Allison, Laurie's granddaughter, but honestly, even though Allison lost her mom in the last movie, it, it's it's Laurie and Michael. It always has. The best films in this franchise, which to me are the original and Halloween H2O, are Laurie versus Michael. I mean, Laurie's my girl. Laurie is, is my final girl. Um, if not her, then Nev Campbell, but it's Laurie Strode. And I, I need it. I'm okay with her, because I think with her injuries and stuff, like showing that she like wasn't able to go out there and do what needed done because she was hurt. This film was apparently taking a couple years after Halloween kills. Um, I don't know. I know, I, I know I need a lot of work done for me. I know a lot of people need a lot more than that done for them, but it's, it's Halloween, man. It's my, it's my favorite horror franchise and it's not even close. And I would rather be optimistic than pessimistic. So I'll leave it at that. Finally. And I this time I did save the best for last. Because this is the movie that I am so excited about. Is Nope. It is a sci-fi horror film from my guy Jordan Peele. It stars Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, and Steven Yoon. And basically the plot of this film follows the residents of an isolated town who witness a mysterious and abnormal event. Um, if you've seen the trailer or any of the marketing so far, you know that that mysterious and abnormal event has to do with aliens. We have been in an alien season, even though we've taken some breaks to do other things, but I am all in on alien stories. Jordan Peele has just put out just amazing, like Us and Get Out are just incredible films. And this movie just looks so good. Daniel Kaluuya is such an amazing actor. And I'm so excited to see him again. Kiki Palmer was really, really good as well. Steven Yoon is, 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 the cast is great. The premise is awesome. I literally know nothing. If you watch the trailers, it's one of the trailers that I have seen that I would recommend people watching because it doesn't spoil anything. It's a Jordan Peele trailer, right? So it's basically just teasing like what themes might be coming through in it. Um, I can't wait. I will be seeing this. If there's a midnight release, I'll be seeing a midnight release. I literally am just so excited. I hope everyone gets out to see this. If we're still in alien season, which my God, with this rate, we might very well might be. Um, I will be, uh, pushing Justin to review this. I just can't wait. I'm so excited. So that's what I got. If you guys, uh, want to send us an email, hit me up on discord. Let me know what horror films you're excited about. Um, I'm sure I missed a couple big ones, but these were the ones that kind of stuck out the most for me. Uh, we're going to play a commercial from a member podcast of the Kaleidoscope Media Network, and then I'm going to head on into the closing. Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains. Cold-blooded murders. And nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. Okay. Uh, again, sorry for the more shorter episode, but 
it's it's hard talking to yourself in a room, man. I'm telling you, it's not as easy as it is sitting there with somebody else having some banter. Even when Justin and I had never recorded before and did not know each other at all except for our time in UFF, it was a lot easier to put some time into an episode as opposed to just sitting here by yourself. So um, really excited to see Justin come back. I, I miss him a lot. And, but yeah, next week, if he is able to come back, we will be doing Fistful of Boomstick, and that will be followed up by Evil Dead 2 slash Army of Darkness, which is more just like a re- uh, discussion than a review. Um, again, patrons, I am sorry. No Patreon content this week. I just don't have anything for you. And the, the, the campfire doesn't make sense when it's just me. Like, no one sits around a campfire and tells stories, right? You have to have someone there, like a drinking buddy or a young kid you're trying to terrify and tell them to go snipe hunting. Um, but that's all I got for you guys. I hope everyone is having a wonderful start to their May. Um, and until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny Podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. Bye.